With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Auburn Live show. Recruiting Edition, also known as The Shrivel Pod. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor at Auburn Live on 3. And today I'm joined by our badass, specially trained recruiting analyst, Cole Pinkston. Cole, how the hell are you? Yes, sir. I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Ah, you know, I was up late and then up early. And I feel like it's going to be that way for the next... 10 days uh yeah yeah this is um this is my first you know signing day in terms of being on this side of things and i'm gonna tell you what pretty tough time of the year right here is your perception was your perception as a reader subscriber fan a year ago did you have any idea what was going on on the other side I had some some of an idea. I just didn't realize it had to start. I mean, the month of December is dedicated to this now. Like, even even the end of November. I mean, you, you got to be on top of it. You know what I mean? So, I, do. I think this is <laughs> for, I don't know, maybe my 17th or 18th signing day. And new coaching staff is always fun. Had a lot of news coming out of this weekend. There's for everybody listening that doesn't know, signing day or the early signing period begins December 15th. I think I saw last week that of all division one, division one, is that still a term? All power five or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 90% of all recruits last year signed in December. So this is basically becoming the de facto signing day. Technically, it is the first day of the early signing period. It's a three-day period beginning on December 15th, lasting through December 17th. So that's next Wednesday through Friday. We expect, I would say, 80 to 90% of Auburn's class maybe to be filled. I'm talking high school guys, not transfers. Uh, We'll we'll get into that after early signing day. Obviously, Auburn's recruiting and targeting some guys in the portal. We'll look, be looking for some help probably at, uh, what, wide receiver, offensive tackle, maybe a linebacker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, DB as well is something you got to think DB, about. that's right. If, just in case they don't hit on some of these JUCO guys that they want. Uh, got to have some guys that, with some playing experience come in and be ready to go at that position as well. So. Well, speaking of DB's JUCO, uh, Keontae Scott, the I think he's uh, regarded as the top cornerback in JUCO, at least according to 24-7, if I'm not mistaken there, Cole. He took an official visit for the Iron Bowl. Auburn will go in home with him on Wednesday this week. Uh, still remain, uh, still probably yep. the top target there at JUCO cornerback spot. 
Lot of uh, news coming out of this weekend. Like I said earlier, Auburn had five official visitors, two from South Florida, St. Thomas Aquinas, in Camden Brown, the wide receiver, uh, Julian Armello, big offensive tackle. And then you had two Auburn commitments in Eston Harris from Auburn High, Powell Gordon from Auburn High, both coming in for official visits. And then uh, Justin Williams, four-star running back from Dallas, Georgia, coming over for his fourth visit in the past probably three months. Seems, yeah. I think that sounds right. Cool. I'm, I, I tell you, the Armello guy, you know, Auburn just became involved in his recruitment maybe in the last week. I know they offered him early, but he was not really looking at Auburn. I think the late push Auburn had in his teammate Camden Brown kind of almost – to me, I'm looking at that visit by Julian Arm Armello as, uh, you know, I didn't have anything else to do. I had an official visit to take. My boy's going up there. I'm going to go with him. Armello, after the visit, said Auburn was now in his top group. Maybe so. I don't buy that Auburn has much of a chance to fall, if anything, with him. Not going to spend a lot of time on Armello is what my point of this is, after I just spent 35 right. seconds talking about. Right, right. So, m moving on. Uh, he, he's not that guy. Uh, Camden Brown. You know, a, a week ago, maybe three or four days ago, I would have said maybe he's the number one target, and I'll tell you why. With Darius Clemens had fallen off the map. With Oregon, I mean, you know, Oregon looked like to, to be the guy, the guy, the school for Darius Clemens. And then, and so, it, which made Antonio Williams, the four star wide receiver from South Carolina, move to the top of the board. I think he moved to the top of your top target list. Yep. But then Mike Bobo gets fired. He was the big liaison there with Auburn and, and Antonio Williams. So Auburn goes back in with Camden Brown, who Probably would have committed the summer after getting an offer after a camp MVP performance. So you saw Auburn make a late push for Camden Brown, got him back up on campus for an official visit, was big. And then, not so fast, you've got Mario Cristobal. Has it been announced yet? I know I, know I just got a, an alert that Miami has fired many days. Man, I don't know. That That's the weirdest thing to me. That whole situation is so strange. Has that ever happened before? Has, I've has that... never. He was given a deadline, right? Well, you have that. And the fact that Manny Diaz was not fired before they started, you know, publicly pursuing this guy as their next head coach. That's so weird to me. I can't remember a time when that happened. You know, there was a guy named Tommy Tuberville, Bobby <laughs> Petrino. If you'll recall that, I don't know. You're probably still a little whippersnapper no, back no, no. in those I, days. I, I'm aware of that. Uh, didn't turn out very uh, too well. So this yeah. is pro that's probably the closest I can think of. Auburn uh, Auburn was trying to hire a new coach when they I, still I hadn't. Meant, I meant more so like, has it ever actually, you know, become real? <laughs> We've heard the talk before, but like, has it ever gone through? You know what I mean? That's that's what I'm. It's just so strange to me. But well, as, as of this taping, which is 9.30 a.m. Central Time on Monday, I just got an alert from Matt Zenith on three to Matt Zenith, who is a freaking uh, monster on the national scene. Miami staff was just informed per sources that Manny Diaz has been fired. And if I'm not mistaken, Cristobal was given until noon today, yeah, according, uh, according to some reports about whether or not he was going. Regardless. Back to Darius Clemens, you've got all this turmoil there with uh, Mario Cristobal, whether he's leaving or not. Uh, we, we all feel like he is, especially now that Manny Diaz has been fired. 
So what happens? Well, Auburn gets back in because Clemens was choosing Oregon over Auburn. I know Penn State yep. was in there, but I never really thought Penn State was that big of a factor. I always thought it was all Oregon Auburn. So now with Oregon out or presumably out, in in steps Auburn. We find out last night Auburn's going for an in-home visit Wednesday night, midweek visit. Brian Harson, Eric Keesaw. So that kind of, in my opinion, scoots Camden Brown back down the list. Yeah. And and man, wouldn't that be just an unfortunate deal if he were to be pushed down again after oh. the first time, you know, the first time in the summer, won MVP of the camp, had a great camp at Auburn, got close with coaches, and man, he was ready to jump. I mean, he was ready. He was getting in this class. Were you there when he left that back in June? Was I there for the interview? I was not. Yeah, I I, I felt bad for the kid because he was like hyped up. I mean, hell, I was going home to get my commitment story ready. Yeah, yeah. and real good kid, real real nice kid. Um, and then you know you don't hear anything, and, and he was basically told to wait for you know because of Darius Clemens. Funny story on him. Uh, before I was I was with Auburn Live, and uh. I was just on Twitter, you know, doing some breakdowns and things. Camden Brown messaged me, and I guess because I, I had the Coach Pink is what it said on Twitter, you know, and, and it was all affiliated with Auburn, what I was doing. He asked me for the pictures from that visit, and he was thinking that I might have, I might be able to help him get those oh, pictures. Oh, yeah. You weren't with us at that time. I was – hell, I was at Rivals. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, so took some pictures at Auburn this weekend, huh? <laughs> like – yeah. Yeah. He goes, yeah. Can I get those? I was like, Oh, well I, I can't, I don't work at Auburn. <laughs> oh, like, you talking about like his little photo shoot or something. Yeah. 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 I was like, I don't, I don't actually work there, so I can't give you those, but, but that's cool. I mean, I'm glad you took some pictures of Auburn this week. Now you got to learn how to go out. Hey, you know what you need them for there, buddy. You, you yeah, think about making a commitment, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was cool. We, he's, he's a good guy, man. We we've talked a lot since then. Um, but, but but that's that's the thing. If he falls out again after all this, that's just tough. That's just the way it goes sometimes. But man, I don't know though. At one time, it looked like they wanted you know four to five receivers in the mm-hmm. class, and you got Jay Farron Kelly, and then if Clemens swings back towards Auburn, you got him, and then um, we know that they're going to go visit Marquarius Squirrel White from Clay Chalkville in Pinson, Alabama, and then you got Brown, and that would you know. There's your five if you want five, but well, they, it just depends on how the numbers shake out. I think it, it could, it could. I don't know who's who's in front of who exactly. I would think Clemens probably has the green light first. That was just that's just my opinion. Sure, absolutely, no doubt. I mean, I agree. Yeah, uh, and, and, and uh, Squirrel White's coming in for an official visit this come the, the uh, this weekend, which will be the final weekend before uh, the early signing period begins. So you've got Omari yeah. Kelly at Hewitt Trussell. You've got Jay Fair out of Texas. You know the the squirrel white ones always interests me because he he got offered by Auburn, he got offered by Georgia, Bama, all all the big ones right there, kind of in the same week period in the summer. They all kind of found his tape, and and I guess they were like, okay, let's let's get on this guy. And then it's they all kind of seemed to cool on him for a while, and Tennessee jumped in, and they were like gung ho about him, and got his commitment. Well. You know, he comes to the Auburn Georgia game during that star studded weekend of recruits. And we're talking to a bunch of guys. I think, 
you know, you were talking to somebody and I was kind of looking for somebody else and I saw him slip out. I was like, let me, let me talk to him for a minute. Let's see what, let's see what's up there. And, and the things he told me, it just really seemed like if Auburn made a push, they may have a shot. And uh, at the time, it didn't seem like they were really just pushing real hard for trying to get him in the class, but they were really wanting to keep him warm. And, and Eric Keesaw had just stepped in and he liked him. You know, I don't know if he liked him more than Cornelius Williams did, but he definitely liked him. And he was like, hey, let's let's recruit this guy. I really like him. Let's let's get after him. At least that's what I was told, you know. Uh, so that, that one interests me. I, I want to see what happens there. And him coming on an OV is is a big deal, I think. So you've got the two guys committed. You've got Darius Clemens on the hook, potentially. You've got Marquarius White coming in. You know, I, I've heard Auburn maybe going to the portal for a for an experienced guy to come in. Yeah, we could end up seeing Auburn sign four to five wide receivers. It's going to be interesting to see the way this this class, the numbers shake out, positions, who they can get uh, to fill those those spots. And if they can't get higher guys on the board, do they get a higher guy on the board for, at this position? It's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how everything shakes out. And Auburn may not even know that right now. Yeah, I think, and a lot of people ask us, you know, what's the numbers? What do you think? I don't, I don't know if they've come to a conclusion on that either. I don't think they have a final like they've written it down. This is how many we want here. This is how many we right. want here. It's all going to depend on who they can grab. You know, when it matters. Yeah. And, if we can get this guy here, we're going to get this guy here, and we're not going to take this guy here. But if we can't get this guy here, we're going to take one over here and put one over here. Yeah, it, that's kind of how I'm, I'm envisioning um, things going there. A couple so of things too, Jeffrey, on the on the transfer receiver market. I, I do think they're definitely trying to get one. At one time, Taj Harris, the Syracuse transfer, was a guy. He just decommitted from Kentucky, but I was told don't don't think Auburn's going to go back there. But there is one I'm tracking, and I put a little note on the board. Know that I was, you know, trying to figure out. I'm trying to lock this one down. I don't want to say anything until I know for sure they're going to do that. So I think I'm working to get that today, and I, I should have something on the board about this guy. And he's interesting. Yep. So transfer guy. It, it's a transfer guy, and he's a pretty he's a pretty highly regarded guy. I'll put it that way. Do you think you would? Uh, most Auburn fans would recognize the, the name. I do. All right, 100%. then. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that for sure. Cool with the T's. <laughs> I just want to make sure, you know, I don't want to be that guy that puts it out there and they're like, hey, man, that never happened. That's fair. Like, yeah. I'm okay with that. I'll allow it. Cool. Um, other two, we talked about Armello. We talked about Cameron Brown. You got Eston Harris. You got Powell Gordon, both committed. I thought yep. Powell Gordon – was very blunt. Hey, I'm done. It's over. I'm ready to get here to work. I thought EJ Harris's interview and his quotes were the thing that stuck out to me about him. And we know where Drew Bobo is right now. He's committed to Auburn publicly. I don't think he ends up signing with Auburn. His father's been fired. He's not coming here. Yeah. Uh, but for EJ to say, I, I committed to the university. Oh, yeah. That was big. I thought that was big too. <sighs> I don't think it was a shot at Drew. I think it was EJ just saying, look, I, I can't speak for others, but I, I'm committed to this university. So I thought, that, and let me tell you something, Cole. EJ Harris is a freaking monster. He said he weighed I, six. I mean, 
I keep telling this to people I, on the on the thread for the Iron Bowl, the recruiting thread. Yeah, you you all know by now how many like stud guys were there, right? right. I mean, over fifty four and five star prospects, I think, is what we ended up at. It didn't matter. Every single time, Eston Harris stands out in the crowd. Like I see him, and I go, "Man, who's that?" And then I see it's him, and I'm like, "There he is again." <laughs> I mean, that guy. He's a monster, just like you're saying. He is big, and he's 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 lean at the same time. And yeah, turn on the tape too. Gosh. I think you said he was six five three ten this weekend. Auburn measured him um, six five yeah. three ten. Also said that Will Friend was going to start him out at guard. I believe. Yep. Yep. Which is Working tackle yeah. eventually. Try to yeah. teach him tackle at the same time. That's kind of the that was kind of the idea. Um, just because. You know, if you got somebody at tackle, no need to throw him in at tackle right now. If he's at guard, maybe there's a chance he gets in the playing rotation or starting job just because you lose, you know, you lose Tayshawn Manning to the portal. Um, you have Keandre Jones coming back, but what is Alec Jackson going to do? He was playing guard too. Brandon Council, you know, I think he's he's gone, right? Isn't he gone too? Or does he have another year if he wants it? I don't know if that's been decided yet, but um, yeah, that's that's kind of what you're looking at right now. He could possibly come in there and be a player immediately at the guard spot. I want to while we're on the subject of offensive line, Jay Head uh, had a fantastic post this morning on the corner, and I think. Every, and I actually put everyone should read this. It kind of explains or gives his view of what his uh, idea is for Auburn offensive tackle recruiting because everybody's going, well, if Eston Harris is an inside guy, uh, Jalen Farmer is an inside guy, where are the tackles going to come from? And Jay had uh, – and I, I'll, read, oh, I'll read this because it, it was really good. He said, portal, portal, portal. We've <laughs> yeah. got two senior offensive tackles and two freshman offensive tackles on the depth chart right now. We need gap fillers in between more than we need developmental offensive tackles. Um, talked about Armella. I don't see him being an immediate guy anyways. Um, but, the, uh, but the 2023 offensive tackle recruiting is going well so far, and I feel like that class will bring in some really strong additions. But this offensive tackle offensive line class is about evening out the roster and creating some balance. I thought that was yep. well said, and anybody Very. in the offensive tackle being a – uh, big big talking point for Auburn fans because of what's happened the past eight years. Uh, I thought very, that was very good. Very good point. Actually. Very insightful. Very insightful. He's a fantastic poster. We and appreciate no, and it. Not taken away from Jay Head, but do you know where he got the two seniors, two freshman tackles from? Since I know we said we weren't going to talk about him as much anymore, but Julian Armella gave us that quote. Oh, he did. He did. He said, "Hey, man, I looked at the depth chart. They got." They got a senior and a he freshman. He didn't say that. <laughs> and I know, and, and, and Jay Head probably already knew that, but I'm just saying, uh, I, just on the on the on what we're saying about Armella, I think he signs on December 15th, and I'm not really sure it's going to be Auburn, but you can see what they're trying to sell to these guys. There, well. there you go. Point I'm trying to make. Right. There you go. There you go. Uh, Justin Williams was the fifth and final guy. Justin Williams is yes, kind of like Camden Brown in that I feel like he has really wanted to be at Auburn. He's really wanted an Auburn offer. He finally got the offer at the Iron Bowl. He'd been there. I think that was his third game of the year. He was yeah. he was so elated 
on the sideline before the game. And I was so happy for him because he's such an awesome dude. He is. He um, is. He came in for the official visit. I, I really feel like if Auburn makes a push here, I don't think this is a secret to anybody. It's not breaking news or scoop or anything. But if Auburn makes a push here, uh, I really feel like he'll be a part of this class. Is he the most likely of the guys left to make be a part of this class? Probably so, because mm-hmm. there's nothing. Yeah. There's not a lot of intel coming out of the Trey Citizen corner. Trey's very quiet, very tough to get a hold of, very tough to get on uh, on record. But we know uh, that Auburn will be going back in home. Cadillac went last Sunday after the Iron Bowl. Cadillac went in home visit with Trey Citizen. He either it was either before or after Cadillac went in there that Trey Citizen decommitted from in-state LSU. Trey Citizen's from Lake Charles, Louisiana. For those that don't know, big four-time uh, four-star running back. I think he's a top five running back in the country. Yeah, and he, he's absolutely number one on Auburn's board. And I don't think Auburn wants to take Justin Williams. And I've said this many times. Don't, I don't think that just uh, Auburn wants to take Justin Williams before Trey Citizen says thanks, but no thanks. And that has yet to happen. Cadillac last week. Then Cadillac and Brian Harson will go to the school tomorrow on Tuesday, and then an in-home visit later that night. So a lot of a uh, lot of stuff going on with him, and I don't think I think Justin Williams is going to announce on signing day. So and that's probably working out for both sides. Uh, he should know yeah. right then. I think he's Justin's going to Tennessee this weekend. He's got Georgia Tech in his finalist. So his final three is Auburn, Georgia Tech, and Tennessee. Correct. Um, and and it should be said that Tennessee has been with him the whole time. I think they were probably the likely landing place when he was thinking about decommitting from West Virginia before Auburn stepped in and said, hey, you know, we, we're still with you here. Just hang with us. It, it's just I don't think Tennessee's going to win him out if Auburn's pushing really hard. That's kind of where we're at, right? I, I completely agree. If Auburn wants him, they're going to get him. If not, he's going to Tennessee. Yep. That seems uh, Tennessee will win by default, right? Um, before we skip on over the official visitors, I forgot to add on Camden Brown. Oh, yeah, do you remember what happened to Deuce Spurlock, the in state linebacker who was going on an official visit to Michigan? Do you remember what happened on the Friday before he left? Auburn offered him. Oh, yeah, you remember that? Yes, yes. So Georgia did the same thing to Camden Brown. Camden Brown's coming to Auburn for an official visit on this past Friday in Georgia while he's. Or he was, I think he was arriving Saturday morning. Either way, Georgia comes in with an offer yep. uh, to Brown. And he'll go on an official visit next weekend to Georgia. I, I, I don't I, I don't feel like either one of those two guys, Brown or Armella, ends up, end up at Auburn. Um, Eston Harris, Powell, Warren both signed with Auburn, and Justin Williams, depending on what happens with Trey Sennison, signs with Auburn. Yep. Fair to say? I think so, yep. Three of those five guys. Uh, now, this weekend coming up, the final weekend before the early signing period began, woo, at the official visitor list, dude, that we are building. I mean, I'm sure there's some other guys already locked in, but what we know already and confirmed is that uh, Jadarian Rims coming over, Valdosta, LSU four-star cornerback co- commitment. We talked yep. about Squirrel White, the four-star wide receiver committed to LSU. I mean, Tennessee. Yep. And... Who was the other one? I, I was trying to save Tay Woody for last. Because <laughs> yeah, we confirmed last night with Tay Woody that. Yeah, that's right. That's I right. think Nick Eason, you reported Nick Eason visited with him last night. He visited with, yeah, with him last night. Tay Woody, then, last night being Sunday night. Correct. Yeah, Sunday night. That's correct. 
man. Let me let, let me look up. Uh, who is it? It's another big dog. Oh, Ennis Sledge, or is it yes. Ennis? Just don't put the P in front of it. <laughs> Thank you, Cole. Oh well, yeah, I missed that last time. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Thanks, buddy. I'm with you now. That was a good. Okay. Time. Last time was good. This time, thanks for bringing that one back. <laughs> okay, so we've got uh, confirmed. Ennis Sledge, three-star defensive tackle from Louisiana, coming in for an official visit on Friday. Squirrel White, Marquarius White, White from Clay Chalkville, four-star wide receiver committed to Tennessee, coming in for a visit. Jadarian Rim, four-star cornerback committed to LSU, coming in for a visit. And four-star defensive tackle Tay Woody, Antavius Woody, committed to Florida State from right up the road in, uh, in Lafette. Yeah. Coming in for an official visit, big weekend. And, you know, on Tay Woody, too, if, if, you know, some offensive staff has been in communication with him as well. Now, of course, you got your area recruiters, but I think, too, they're selling Woody on, hey, look, you know, depending on how things go on the defensive line, we got some big dogs lined up here. We also think you're an elite offensive lineman. Like, we want you at both. You could come in here and you got a spot on either side, depending on what's going on. I mean, your chances of playing go up significantly for that reason. I think that's kind of the pitch to him right now because there's a chance he could play offense. Some people like him better on offense. So it just seems to me like Auburn's working that angle too. Man, I just don't know what to make of his recruitment. (laughs) Typically a guy 25 miles – I mean, if it was Alabama or Georgia, different story here. I get that. But it's Florida State. Yeah. And mm, I don't know. know, I'm I'm probably still leaning Auburn. But I'm just throwing stuff against the wall on on that. I, I really don't have any. I'm just I, saying he's up the road. He's coming in for an official visit the last weekend before signing day. If you're FSU, you've got to be worried. I'll say that at one time Auburn's confidence was really high. Yeah, in getting Woody to flip, it's not that high anymore, but it's still fairly high. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I, they I, they think they have a chance, but they're not like. Is is one hundred percent sure like they used to be, because Florida State right. is really doing a good job trying to keep him. I mean, they've done a great job. And I think he went down to Florida State for an official visit two weeks ago, so that's done. Yeah. Uh, well, defensive tackle, you know, AU Tigers 07 had a had a good post this morning on the corner about defensive line recruiting and how I was going to bring that up. I was go ahead then. No, go ahead. That, well, he, he, he for for all you that's not listening. Of course, if if you're not a, a subscriber to Auburn Live on Three, you should be because we've got some fantastic content scoop. But we've also got some fantastic uh, board insiders that that knows things that Cole and I don't. Um, so, yeah. uh, and we talked about Jay Head and, and AU Tigers 07 is another one who talked about the defensive line recruiting and how Auburn could either hit a grand slam here or or, or swing and miss. And, and the possibility is there. We've got. Uh, we, we've got Ennis Sledge confirmed coming in. This is the three-star tackle from Louisiana we talked about. Tay Woody's coming in. Um, who is the other? Jeffrey Embo came in last weekend. He's going to – he went to Missouri, Tennessee, I believe. He's going back to France and before he'll announce his commitment. And Oregon, I think, was in there as well. Was Oregon in there? If he hasn't already been there. So th- these are guys Auburn are like in the top two, maybe three, four. And and Auburn could get half of them. They could get three of them, or they could get none. There, there, there's none of, none of those guys, you, I, or even 
people that we've talked to are in, at Auburn feel any either of those any of those guys are slam dunks. No, I wouldn't say any of them are slam dunks at all. Not not one of them, and that's concerning, you know. But it's weird. Probably less than a month ago, it seemed like there was not one name you could find on the defensive line board besides Caden Story, the commit, right? Right. And all of a sudden, well, we knew Curtis Perry was there, but we were like Curtis Perry. That's a, that's the other one. Yeah. Most people were like, yeah, you know, he's probably leaning towards Bama. But then he sets his official visit. He comes and, and loves it, says Auburn's his leader, all that. You know, where is he really? It's hard to say. Uh, I, I've always thought – I've always been in the camp that, yeah, he likes Auburn a lot. I don't think Auburn's out of it by any means, but I just don't – I was never really confident that they could just – they could pull that one off. And let me just tell you, I watched him in the state championship game. He's a He is a player. He's a very good pass rusher. He's good against – I mean, he's probably going to play that end-edge position. To me, he's similar to a TD Moultrie type. Okay. And maybe more suited to play inside if he could, if he needed to. Probably going to add a little bit more weight than Moultrie could put on that frame. My point is, I think Auburn's in a good spot, but will they hold on? That's – that's that question everybody keeps asking. I don't know. I mean, I don't have an answer to that. You don't. We don't know how this new staff is going to close. They haven't had the, the opportunity to do it yet. Right. So this and, is where you I, find out a lot about them, right? Absolutely. And that that's why I would, if you know, stick a gun to my head. I'm I'm going Alabama. And and, and yeah. nothing specific about Perry. I'm looking at general broad historically speaking. Auburn, Alabama for a kid, in-state kid that Alabama really wants. 80% of the time, Alabama wins out. That's true. So defensive again, line. You have to think about this. I've thought about this as well. Perry intends to sign on the 15th. That's what that's what we understand right now. Auburn's got plenty of time to work on him because they're not worried about they have they have been on the road where they have not been preparing for an SEC championship game. <laughs> There's that angle, too. That that doesn't always mean a whole lot, but, you know, they've had more time to work with them. They're going to try to get an in-home visit set up. It was scheduled for tomorrow night, Monday night, but a little schedule conflict. They're going to still try to work it out. It's What's what today? Uh, I mean, t- tonight. I'm sorry. Okay. Today's Monday. Dude. Yeah, okay, good. Thank you. My days are running together. Yeah, right yeah. I thought I had it right, but. So they're trying to get an in-home visit set up with him for tonight, tonight, Monday night. But if that doesn't work, they're going to work something out. Is what I'm told. They 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 want to have that visit. The family does. Is is the you know impression I got from from the people I talked to about it. So they're going to make it work. I'm telling you that, if for no other reason than perception, would be a huge, huge haul for Auburn. Yep. Whether whether or not he's uh, he's a great player, but whether or not he pans out, just the perception on signing day of pulling that guy uh, from and Alabama would be. If huge. we're talking about perception, you know, pulling him, he's he's kind of. I hate to I hate to go there. I hate to go here, but that recruitment's starting to feel a little bit like Rashawn Evans from years from years ago. Is it not? Ouch. You know what yeah. I mean. I, I, to me, they all the all the in-state kids, Auburn, Alabama. That Alabama really wants and Auburn really wants. That's why eighty percent of the time they, it's yeah. Well, well, look, I, mean, I compare it to that. 
I'm not saying it's going to end that way. I don't know. Again, right, right. Don't maybe he's home. maybe he's one of the two out of ten. Could it could happen? Because it happens. That, that could be the reason why Alan Green thought Brian Harson was the guy. Maybe he thinks he's better at closing these deals. Maybe he thinks that's you know he was the guy that could change the role that could that could challenge Alabama in that way. Well, he's already challenged him on the field, and he's challenging him really hard in recruiting right now. I mean, look at their commit list. Uh, Curtis Perry's not a commit, but he's one of their big targets. Robert Woodyard, they're going everything they got after him. You got Emmanuel Henderson, who they don't seem to want to give up on. Mm-mm. They offered Antonio Kite not too long ago, and they tried to get him on campus, and, and they just working on him as well. I mean, Brian Harson is not scared to go and, and try these guys, at least. Not saying the old staff was, but it didn't seem like there was as much, you know, consistency on staying with those guys. I mean, you know for a fact that Harson's been working on those guys this whole time, and, and it just keeps coming out that, all right, he's trying to get them on a visit. He's going to see them at their house tonight. He's not giving up on that kind of thing. I mean, it's just that's just the news. That's what's going on, so – I think both of those guys, Robert Woodyard is, I think he's been over three times this we uh, this season. He's he's a four-star linebacker from Williamson High School in Mobile, for, for for those that don't know. Auburn's working to flip him. I think you had him, uh, Auburn going for an in-home. Yeah, Harson and, and Schmetting will see him, I believe it's tonight. Oh, this is perfect. Or tomorrow night. It's one of these nights. Again, it's, it's tonight because I looked at the the where all we had visits confirmed yeah. to, yeah. and it was going to Mobile and then over into Louisiana to see four star cornerback Austin Osbury. Yes, yes. It, it all lined up. I mean, I everything it, that I we were confirmed. I think the reason there was a scheduling conflict with Perry is because it was supposed to happen earlier in the day. And they'll be making their way back from some from some trip, so that was the plan: Pike Road to Mobile, to Louisiana. And I also wondered if they're flying out of Montgomery or Auburn or wherever. It would be an easy flight. Of course, I, I'm guessing they're flying out of Auburn on the jet. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Uh, let me. See. I, I wanted. Oh, speaking of Austin Osbury, four-star cornerback Chad Simmons of On Three had a story this morning. Austin Osbury will make his commitment Monday, two days before early signing period begins. He's got a top six, Auburn, Alabama, LSU, Florida, Michigan. I don't know how, who else, but we – Big boys. Uh, <laughs> big, big, big time, big time. And, and, yeah. and Brian Harson and Zach Etheridge will be going in home with Austin Osbury Monday night. And some optimism at Auburn. There is. There is. There has been for a while. And I've, I've reported a few times that it, I wasn't sure where he sat on the board, and that was not saying he's not a take. Some, some have interpreted it that way. I can understand that. But what I was trying to say is there's a lot of DBs on the board right now. I just don't know where he sits. I don't know if he was ready to jump in the boat today. Would they take him? You know, I don't, I don't have an answer to that. That's what we were trying to figure out. But honestly, you know, if they're going to see him in home, he's got a decision coming less than a week. I think they would probably take him, and they probably plan on doing that if he wants in. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I think AU Tigers 07 had posted today that he liked Auburn's chances with Rim, who's coming yeah. over from uh, Valdosta, Austin yeah. Osbury, 
and Keontae Scott. Is that who he said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The three the, DB. The, the three DBs. And this is going to be a big DB class. I mean, you've already got Caleb Wooden committed, Kobe yeah. Albert committed. So this is going to be a at least four, potentially more DB class. Yeah. I would say five, closer to five. Um, looking over uh, – and then let's don't forget about Miles Pollard, who you reported last night. Zach Etheridge went in home with him. Miles <laughs> Pollard from Tennessee committed to Michigan. Yeah, and I was just as shocked as, as you all were when I, when I saw that. Uh, but, you know, they got him down for one of those games. What was it, the Ole Miss game, I think? I think it was Ole Miss or Mississippi State. Yes, yes. <clears throat> they got him down for that. You know, he's a Michigan commit, but he's from Tennessee, so they're, he's nearby – well, you know, somewhat nearby, and they're trying to work on him. That's right. I, I don't know. He came Again, down. Him and his father drove down from Tennessee after a Friday night game, and it uh, it was it was not Georgia. It was more recently than that. It was either for the, the Mississippi State. Yeah. Hey, Cole, we, we breezed over defensive line. We were naming Sledge, and uh, I was going to come back to him. Yeah. Because, because Tyree he, West. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were talking about perception, right? Right. What better percep perception would it be to, on signing day, flip an Alabama commit, an LSU commit, and a Georgia commit? Play a Tennessee commit. Yeah. You, you got a chance at all those guys. I mean, that's incredible, is it not? Absolutely. If they were to pull it off, again, got to see how they close. And so he's <laughs> another that Auburn's in the top two for. West is going to Tennessee this weekend, but everybody close to his recruitment, everybody that I talked to feel like this is Florida State and Auburn, even though he's committed to Georgia. There's no chance he signs with Georgia. It's not going to happen. No. Which is odd to hear, hear but we, 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 I think I think it's pretty much public knowledge he's not going to sign with Georgia. So it's, not, it's not like we're breaking news here, but right. he's, he's still technically a Georgia commitment, but it, he's going to Tennessee this weekend. He went to Florida State this past weekend. And Auburn hopes to get him back on campus. Of course, there's no weekends left before the early signing period begins. So last night he says, I might, I'm going to come middle of the week. I'm going to come over for, for an official visit during the week. And that's about the only chance he has uh, to visit well, Auburn again. Cause he was here for the iron bowl. Yeah. That actually would, would it's, it's hard to believe that a, a middle of the week visit would be easy for, you know, would be easy to do. There's a reason why they do it on the weekends because, you know, they're in school. So it's kind of right. hard to in the middle of the week. But he's already done that once. He snuck over for a little uh, unofficial visit to Auburn on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday uh, during Iron Bowl week. So he's done it before. I'm sure he could do it again. Hmm. And he's not that far away either. So. Florida State continues to feel really good about him. But uh, I, as we've said, Auburn – Auburn does too. You know, he, he's going to be, he's one of those guys where Auburn's in the top two, could get him, could miss. And it'll be interesting to see what that happened with the D line class. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yep. So today we've got confirmed today is a big day for in home business. Austin Osbury, Brian, all Brian Harson, Zach Esther, we'll go to him, Robert Woodyard, Brian Harson, Jeff Smetting, Curtis Perry, Brian Harson, Nick Eason. So you've got Montgomery, Mobile, and Baton Rouge. Uh, Omari Kelly is going to get a visit from Eric Keesaw, Squirrel White, Macrarius Wright. Keesaw will also visit him. And then Tyree West. And I talked to him last night. He said that Auburn was scheduled to come in on Monday. Nick Easton scheduled to come in, come today. He didn't tell me why. He just said it was 
it, it would probably be Tuesday or Wednesday, or that's where he hoped uh, because yeah. it wasn't a good day for him. Now, I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. But if it's not today, you would think it's going to be tomorrow, Tuesday, and then he will come in if he's going to come on Wednesday. Right. And then t- tomorrow, Tuesday, you've got a big, big in-home visit with Brian Harson and Cadillac Williams going to see Trevante Citizen. Yeah. Uh, sources just confirmed to Matt Zenith that Mario Cristobal has been uh, hired as the Miami. Head yep, coach. there it is. I got it as well. That was the quickest head coaching search. Matt, I mean, they just fired the guy at the start of the show, and they've already hired the guy before we ended the show. Yeah, I think I think the actual deadline was 10 a.m., right? One okay. to 10. Hey, well, be, great job by Miami to, to find us coach in, wow. a, in the span of about 27 minutes. Good on so, you, Canes. It'll be interesting to see what, if any effect, that will have on Darius Clemens. We believe it will be a big effect. We believe it's working absolutely in Auburn's favor. And I wonder if uh, Mario goes after Zach Potts. I mean, Frank Potts from Happy State, guy I mentioned last week in the Auburn OC search. Real yep. quick on the Auburn OC search. We do feel like Zach Hill continues to be the team to beat. <laughs> and uh, if Auburn can get everything worked out with him, he will be announced possibly as early as today. Yeah. And I think it'll be great. We'll see how we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. I actually uh, went and uh, – so let me explain real quick. Uh, uh, what I used to do in my coaching role was uh, I would script – our game plan skipped our pl- script our plays right i put every single play on paper that way i could go in plug it into the film when we watch the film you turn it on there's the play right there you don't have to run through it 10 times to see what the play is it just says the play that was one of the things i did and uh i've decided to do that with a zach hill full game oh so we'll have that if he's the guy if not whoever is the guy i'll do a script on that on that and we'll just give you the data from it. Have you already done the Zach Hill? I have. Okay. Done the full game. That I did shows it. you our confidence that he's the man right now. I mean, and I think we, we – I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or not. We've talked off off air amongst ourselves. But I think even on the modcast Friday, we all agreed Zach Hill was the guy. And he just needed yeah. to uh, to clear uh, compliance. I know yeah. there's an investigation going on at ASU. Auburn just want to make sure he's uh, not involved in that before doing some 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 big vetting on him. Can't yeah. blame him for that. Uh, right. Cole, let's try to continue whooping ass. Okay. Of course. And then maybe let's 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 meet back here Wednesday. All right. We'll do Monday. We'll do Wednesday, and then we'll get on with Hoke on Friday for a modcast. That will be perfect. That sounds good. Hey, listen up, folks. If you aren't a member of Auburn Live on three, you should be. There is a free seven-day trial to join us, man. And then uh, after that, it's about $8.33 a month. Can't beat it. And uh, it's like a cute puppy, man. You just can't beat it. (laughs) But uh, for for Cole Pinkston, I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. Stay out of the left lane. If I pass you on the right, you're an idiot. How about you? With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 